If you want your page to rank, you want to prevent pogo sticking, you want to increase your click-through rate, make sure the page looks good. Invest in the design, invest in the content, invest time in the layout, make sure that there's clear call to actions, make sure that there's clear goals on the actual page, and you will win, because that's the game. The way that you present the content on the page is going to have an impact of how the user is going to digest that information. And that is going to help to ensure that whether they're going to stay on for longer or the information that is presented at the top or above the fold, below the fold, and how it's presented is going to impact the the user and um, how they read the information. This is where you invest in the design. Digital Cowboys, Episode 7. We discuss everything digital marketing and growth hacking for small businesses, startups, and entrepreneurs. So if you want that competitive edge, then saddle up, because Cameron Francis and Sam Roshan are about to drop some value bombs. Hey everybody, this is Cameron Francis. And you're with Sam Roshan. And this is the Digital Cowboys. Cowboys. How you doing, Sam? Very good. Drinking your tea, I see. I'm loving it. This little cute cup that you gave me for our housewarming. You're welcome. Thank you for that. You cleaned up. How are from you? Us. You cleaned up from. Uh, I me didn't and my see you all day today. Yeah, I was just at a client making that money, doing the grind. It was really good. What about yourself? The old hustle. I was doing the same thing outside, but not hustling or uh, making money. Did you win today? Uh, I did. Very good. So, what do you want to talk about? I thought it'd be really good for us to talk about uh, on-page strategy. Very important. It's probably the most important ranking factor other than links and I look at websites all the time and I analyze them so many people do it wrong like they have uh, not enough content they've got wrong title tags they just they, they don't know they just don't have it right and I don't know if it's being done from an agency or not but um, what we what I thought we could do is just give a bit of a checklist on how we go about things best practices and then give a formula to, to people to either check on their own to make sure they've got it right or to actually just go and do it again. Fantastic. I think it's a good step-by-step. Um, I guess we will try and provide a, a very clear, concise um, and, and I guess clear-cut instructions on the process of on-page and what's good, what's not, and how you should basically conduct it. Right on. Where would you start? Keyword research. At the end of the day, what you want to do is you want to be able to rank for groupings of uh, your particular services and offerings, that you, uh, services and products that you're offering. So tell me about what keyword groupings mean. So keyword research, where would I start off? So if you don't, you don't have tools uh, that you want to basically, um, things like SEMrush uh, or Keyword Planner tool that you can basically go and find put keywords in various tools and actually gives you the search volume and so on. But one of the easiest ways to do this, there is a specific plugin that you can put on your browser, which is... Uh, keywords everywhere. Keywords everywhere. As soon as you install that, what you can do is it actually, uh, when you go on SERP and you search for a keyword, it actually tells you the search volume and so on for that particular keyword. So what I would do is probably start off there. Start putting uh, the service offerings or the products keywords um, and just look at the, the search volume yep. and what you can also do is scroll down to the bottom and the other recommended keywords that have been also highly searched that is recommended by Google will also be there and if you have this plugin which is keywords everywhere turned on you'll be able to see the search volumes next to them so that way you can collect the data pretty quickly. We um, we had an episode out uh, I think it was episode four or five or one of them um, check back on uh, SoundCloud or on iTunes and we've 
we, we did a, an episode on how to use the Google SERPs to your advantage, and we covered a lot on keyword research. Um, so I'd, I'd suggest to go there. We won't have to go over that now, but um, once you've got your keywords, then you go and you map them to the right pages. Uh, make sure that you've got a page for every keyword group. So for example, if I'm a plumber, a keyword group would be emergency plumber, it would be block drains, it would be air conditioning, the whole keyword group. And once you've done the keyword research, you've mapped them and you've got your site map, then the first thing I'd look at is uh, actually creating that metadata, so the title tag. So we'll go through a few title tag best practices and how you do it. Title tags, that's 65 character max. So what I would do is I would put the keyword group right at the very beginning. So if it is block drains, um, I'd just put block drains um, and or block drains Melbourne right at the beginning. You can either put a semicolon, comma, whatever it is. I mean, it's preferential, doesn't have any real impact, but I like to make the title tag flow like a sentence. And I'd also use the core keyword group at the front and then variations of that core keyword group throughout. Then at the very end, use the business name. So for example, for block drains, it would be, um, actually, no, I'll, I'll do something, I'll just say dentist. So it would be dentists Melbourne, semicolon, um, I don't know, best dental practice um, in Melbourne, and then the business name. And that's the title tag. So what you're looking to achieve there is variations of the area. You've got the core keyword group of dentists, and then you've also got best, you know, people writing best dentist, uh, best local dentist, or you've got um, dental practice in there as well. So it's not just keyword stuff. The actual sentence makes sense. That's really important. It's a really important factor to look at when you're writing your title tags. Also put it right like the core keyword group at the front because that's um, Google gives more weight to uh, keywords at the beginning of the title tag, cover off variations, and then leave the branding um, into the end. Yeah. Then, then you've got a pretty good formula for a title tag. <clears throat> Very good. And I think to, uh, and title tags are um, the first thing that uh, search bots or Google actually uh, reads to try and identify what that page is about. Yep. yep. So it is really important. The next thing that you want to be looking at is the meta description. Now, meta description doesn't have a direct uh, impact on uh, SEO. However, when, Rank ranking. Uh, yes, it doesn't have a direct ranking factor. However, when someone types in a dentist or plumbers in Melbourne, and if your uh, site is indexed, the couple of lines below below that is a quick description of what that page is about. Yep. So the importance of it is is that when someone is looking at uh, a particular piece of information or whatever it is that they're looking for, that meta description allows them to identify what that page is about. So therefore, if it's most relevant to them, you're going to get that visitor. It sell it sells the business into, into getting the person to click. So. And if you are getting more clicks, then search uh, Google will, or other search engines will also identify that this is the most relevant information. So indirectly, it is going to increase your organic visibility. So basically, um, your click-through rate, your organic click-through rate, impacts your SEOs. Um, if you're not getting people clicking through when they see your organic listing, um, that decreases your click-through rate. Google sees this as a factor, and you will eventually, even if you're ranked top five, if you're not getting a strong click-through rate, then that decreases. Um, Just because that's not relevant information yep. because you're not getting those clicks. So yep. how you'd want to create the meta description, you just got to be quite creative about it, have a call to action and ensure that 
it is enticing. I mean, put yourself in your uh, audience's position and see what it is that they would want to see. And yep. that would be your meta description. I've, I've actually got a formula that I use with some of our guys on creating Tell me about your formula, Cam. So it's, um, I mean, it's very, it's very simple. It's a question, value add, call to action. So it's QVC. And I don't mean the, uh, the, the infomercials. So what it is, Q is question. So each page answers a question. Ask the question at the beginning, right? If you know people, have, uh, if, if you're targeting block drains and you want people to go to that page, what is it they have? they got block drain. So right at the very beginning, I'd put in the Q, which is the question, have you got a block drains? Then the next part very of that good. is um, value add. So talking about a little bit about the business and how they can solve that problem. ABC Plumbing, a specialist in block drains all over Melbourne. Value add. Now that can look different ways, different shapes, um, but the last one's the is the the call to action. It's the C. Um, so things like find out more, learn how, unblock your drains today. Yeah, and using that simple formula, there's going to be times where you you can't use it directly, but if you use this as the as the general outline, you'll get the best possible chance to get that click through to your website. Great. Tell me a little bit about URLs, Cameron. So the next one I wanted to talk about was the URLs. Um, very, very simple. The URLs really should be the keyword group that you're targeting to the page. Keep URLs as small as possible. Um, the cleaner, the nicer, the better. Never put any special characters um, like commas, uh, apostrophes, numbers, and things like that. Uh, so in the case of the block drains, it would literally be blocked dash drains. That's it. Uh, for more complex or for pages further down, or like e-com pages or, um, you know, if you had block drains in as services, I would just keep it clean. So it would be forward slash services or forward slash products or forward slash category name, forward slash um, keyword. Yep. So uh, the last one we worked on was for tea brand. It would be forward slash green dash teas forward slash product name. Just nice and really easy to follow. So um, if they're messy, if they've got special characters, leave them out, keep them as short as possible, and you've got the recipe for a successful URL. Fantastic. The next thing that is really important on uh, as part of the on-page is the content. Yep. So this is where you are able to, if uh, done correctly, you'll be able to rank that particular page for all the variations in the group of that service or product that you're targeting. So for example, if we're looking at... Um, dentists, you've got the title tag uh, which is meant to be all-encompassing and the content, uh, you'd want to be able to uh, write it for an audience, not just for it to be optimized and stuff keywords in there, but it has to be, it needs to be natural, it needs, it needs to, to be flow, readable. Exactly. it just needs to be it needs to be real. Yep. And within that, naturally, you're going to have variations of, for example, dentists. Yep. So, yep. for example, if you're targeting uh, crowns and bridges that you'd be able to within the content you'd want it to be anywhere between 250 to 300 words and in every paragraph have one or two times the actual targeted keyword within each paragraph and if you can get variations of it then it just helps you get um, it helps with your ranking factor it helps rank variations of that particular keyword group yep yep um, I think a, a good a structure to go by is make sure, as you were saying, that the content makes sense, that it's readable. You know, the keyword group is, um, you know, in the headline, which it really should be. Block drains should be in the headline because the page is about block drains. So um, block drain specialist servicing Melbourne, right? Like that's, that's the headline. Um, and making sure that, you know, I, I don't like to put a keyword 
limit on there, like the 250 to 300, per, personally, everyone's different. I don't like to put a limit. It just needs to make sense, right? When you start stuffing it full of bullshit, um, then, you know, it starts, like the, per, the, the, the user or the reader is not going to read it. And if, so adding back to click-through rate being a ranking factor, if people are pogo sticking off your page, so I click it because you've got awesome metadata, I land on the page, you've got crap content, I bounce back, doesn't matter about your click-through rate, people are pogo sticking off your site, you, like that is a ranking factor and you will drop down. So how you prevent that is as you were saying before, um, is just making, co- like making good content, making it readable. Uh, yeah, so actually I was going to talk about LSI, which is latent semantic indexing. So when you are writing your keywords, um, it's when you are writing it naturally, uh, when you're putting, you know, ma- you're making it emotive, uh, you're enticing someone to do that very next thing, whether it's to convert or whether it's to buy or whether it's to download, um, make sure that you've got variations of the keyword that mean the same thing, but are actually different. So Google's actually picking up the different variations of keyword based on intent. So it's really important that you are using those other variations, not just based on how many different ways can you say blocked drains, but things that mean the same, but are said completely different. So I would add LSI in there. The other thing I'd add onto the page is um, is adding multimedia. So images, um, video, infographics, uh, all, all things like reviews, ratings, these can all be picked up with uh, author markup um, and uh, it actually provides a better user experience. But tell us a little bit about um, images and what you would actually do there. Well, firstly, when you, on, on the actual site, you want to ensure that when you're uploading these images, they're about uh, 200 kilobits. So you want it to be um, is that what good it is? quality Cri- yeah, and yep. it, it needs to be what, why well is optimized. That? Well, the larger the file, then it slows down the speed of the website. Yep. So you'd want to make sure that although it, you keep the quality of the, uh, the images on the site, uh, when you're uploading them, you want to make sure that they're optimized as well. So it does not decrease uh, the speed uh, load of the site. Yep. And just, again, this really comes down to tending to the audience. So what kind of images is going to have a positive impact for the audience to either take the next step better understand um, what the content is about there needs to have there needs to be a correlation between the content and and the images yep really it's just everything that you look at it just whatever makes sense and, and the way it's meant to be presented is quite natural you know um, I haven't got any data around it but uh, or any evidence but if you upload a file um, if you upload a file and the file name is the keyword group, I think it, it it doesn't hurt to to upload the file with instead of having the file name as just random letters oh, and numbers. Definitely, all tag optimization. Yeah, yeah, to, to ensure that even the images, not besides just the file, but also the name of the images, to be optimized yeah, too. Yeah, because they also get uh, they also get flagged. They also get indexed. Yes. So if someone's looking for a particular product and if they're looking at images, well, if you've got it optimized, that image is going to get indexed. Correct. So adding onto that H1, H2 tags. Um, more, uh, you know, another thing I don't really have a lot of data on, but people, you know, if all of the top ranking sites seem to have somewhat of H1, H2 tags, if they all deleted their H1, H2, would that, that have an impact? Do you know what I mean? I, 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 I don't think so. I think there's too many more important variables. However, you do want to give yourself the best possible chance, and if that's going to be the difference between one and zero, then you might as well do it. H1 tags are really, really simple. All I would do 
with H1 is I would add the um, the the heading of the of the page as the H1 tag. That's it. That's Very the good. game. And you know what? You're right. I mean, it, it probably is not the be all end all to uh, the best on page strategy. But these are all the one percenters. So when when uh, crawlers are looking at the site, they read the title to be able to understand what that page is going to be about. Then they, if there's Headings again reflecting the the title, and there's content in variations reflecting the heading that reflects the title. Of course, it's going to help with your organic visibility. How much? Well, that is the variable that you really need to test. Highly recommend that you ensure that there is a H1 and a H2 tag if possible. Uh, the next one is the page speed. All search engines' end goal is to provide not only the best, uh, the most relevant search results to the end user, but they want to ensure that the users are having the best experience. So therefore people are going to use their search engines more. So therefore, all these algorithms are um, in place. You gotta make sure that the website, not on, only just your main domain, you gotta ensure that you review every single page and the, yes. the speed of yes. every single page is well optimized. This is what people don't do. They, they check the speed of the entire site yeah. But they don't check the speed of the individual pages, um, and you, you just need you need each page to be fast. Like you could have a eighty plus speed for the entire website, but that doesn't mean you got an eighty plus speed for the actual inner page. Inner pages, yeah. yeah. So what would you use to be able to find the this? Yeah, page speed? great question. Um, I would use GT Metrics, yeah. um, and I'd, I'd still use the Google Page Speed Insights. But the GT Metrics gives you enough data for the developer to, to execute on fixing them. Mm-hmm. Um, do, do, would you use anything else? Uh, no, I think they're the two that I would use, really. And, and really, it's just GT Metrics, but the, um, the Google page speed, it says Google, and you know people like that a lot better when they look at the actual design. I agree, but the, with Google page speed insights, uh, when you are loading it, it, it gives you some indication, but no longer does it consider, it's not uh, Google's moved away, I believe, uh, from the way that it's been created and how it presents the data, and if you fix them, then possibly are not the actual ranking factors, but at least it's giving you an indication of what needs to be fixed. Yep. So just address those individually and make sure you go through page by page. The the last um, thing I wanted to cover off was how to slash bounce rate. So a couple of pro tips on what um, a webmaster can do on their website to uh, to decrease it. So. Um, one thing I would do would be to add social media sharing buttons on the actual page. Better user experience, um, looks better, and it gets gets the user engaged a little bit more. So uh, you you can also look at Search Console. So with Search, I mean that that should be your bible really um, for everything. I love it. So you go, love you go through Search Console. Just uh, look at the pages and see. Um, I guess if there's any uh, messages and notifications, but also look at the actual page and the bounce rate to see what areas you, you can address. That's, um, I guess that's how I would use Search Console okay. for the bounce rate. Um, overall, like if you um, want if you want your page to rank, you want to prevent pogo sticking, you want to increase your click-through rate, make sure the page looks good. Invest in the design, invest in the content, invest time in the layout, make sure that there's clear call to actions, make sure that there's clear goals on the actual page, and you will win. Because that's the game. Something to just add to what you've just mentioned to, to provide some context around the design. So the way that you present the content on the page is going to have an impact of how the user is going to digest that information. And that is going to help to ensure that whether they're going to stay on for longer or the information that is presented at the top or above the fold, below the fold, and how it's presented is going to impact the, the user and um, how they read the information. 
This is where you invest in the design. Uh, that's it for today. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Now, um, we would really, really appreciate it if the, you guys could um, uh, write a review uh, on on the podcast. We're getting some really good feedback, and we want to push this out a lot more. The the reviews that you give, um, we, we take it all in. We absolutely love it. Uh, we, we're, we're loving the conversations that are arriving. And share it with your friends. Share it with your friends, colleagues. If you think that it's valuable, um, and if you've got any particular questions, You've got, I believe that we have, do you have our, is our social media and stuff like that on uh, on the podcast? It's all, it's all up and running. It's all being shared and um, yeah, things are going really good. So really, really happy and um, happy with the feedback that everyone's giving. I think you did really well, Sam. You, I know you came in and, you know, feeling a little bit down and thinking that you, you went up I wasn't. It, I feel like you make up stories and I like that. <laughs> I like that about you. That's why we're good friends. <laughs> Over and out, guys. Thanks for listening to the Digital Cowboys with Cameron Francis and Sam Roshan. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to iTunes and give us a five-star rating. And please, write a review. Also, head on over to digitalcowboys.com.au, where we post the latest episodes and content pieces for all of our listeners. So saddle up and join us next time for another edition of the Digital Cowboys. 